This episode is brought to you by Pray, Plan, Prosper. Pray, Plan, Prosper is a prophetic calendar planning event that is really focused on planning that is guided by Holy Spirit. Are you in a place where you're saying, you know what? I need clarity. I need alignment about my next steps. And I really want to implement this God-given idea, Pray, Plan, Prosper is for you. The next workshop will be held on November 13th, 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we'll enjoy two and a half packed hours of prophetically planning as God guides our next steps. Listen, this workshop has been groundbreaking and amazing for so many people, and I'm excited that God is allowing me and leading me to do it again this year year. So if you're ready to go ahead and get your planning on and implement those God ideas, go on over to the show notes and click the link for PPP. Let's do it. You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Latanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 I'm so excited. What, what? Oh my gosh, it's another episode of Spirituality Podcast. Y'all know how I do when I cut my mic on. You know, I get all excited. I get, you know, just overjoyed because I know what God is about to do. And so I don't discredit any opportunity for God to use my voice to speak into the lives of others, okay? And neither should you. So if God is calling you to use your voice, let me help you because we've been letting fear get in the way and it has no place here, okay? Go ahead, head to the the link that is in the show notes. I have a lot of things there and I wanna make sure that you're getting your voice out as well, especially if he has told you to start your own podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. I know you've been thinking about it, but um, yeah, the time is now. The time is now. Man, well, welcome back to the podcast. Unless this is your first time here, welcome to Spirituality. I won't even ask you where you've been. I'll just tell you to go ahead, have a seat, grab your coffee and your tea, because we're about to jump right into this thing. The Lord says that we're about to be prosperous, huh? He said that we're about to walk in provision. What? Absolutely. There is prosperity and provision attached to us. And um, I don't know about you, but I'm trying to get mine. And so I hope you're trying to get yours too. All right. Listen, as I think about this, it makes me think uh, more about Pray, Plan, Prosper. And a Pray, Plan, Prosper is set up, right, for you to prosper. I was literally talking to someone uh, who's a podcast pro member. And as she started talking, she said, you know, Ever since I was in your program, she kept saying the program, the program, and the program is Pray, Plan, Prosper. And it's a small group workshop. where We really work together. But y'all, the whole thing is set up for you to prosper. That's what it's all about. 
It's about prospering. And if you follow the plan that God has given you, you continue to evolve in your relationship with him. I promise you, you're going to make strides. Okay. You got to get into a place where you are moving. Okay. Because he wants movement in this season. This isn't a time to just sit around and chill. Uh -uh, mm -mm. This is not chill time. This is time to move. And I don't know about you, but I feel it real hard. Okay. Real heavy. So listen, as I started to pray about this episode, it was one of the episodes, of course, that God gave me at the beginning of the season. And one of the things that God began to show me was that uh, there are a couple of reasons why we aren't necessarily walking in this prosperity and provision that he is meant for us. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I want everything he has for me. I don't want to know about this prosperity and provision and how God provides. I want to experience it. All right. I want to experience these things. And so one thing that I love about God is that not only does he point out the areas where you might be lacking or where you need work, but he also points to the solution. Hallelujah. He points out the areas, but he also points to the solution. And so I am here for that. When I started to look up prosperity, just um, in my Strong's Concordance, I started to see some words that strongly related, basically synonyms of prosperity. And some of those words are good, goodness, wealth, favorable. This is all in your Bible, okay? And so when you think about prosperity, you're thinking about all of those synonyms that it's good, it's goodness, it's wealth, it's favorable. But here's the one that got me, Okay. In the Bible and in my Strong's Concordance, when I began to look up prosperity, prosperity has a synonym, right? That is shalom. <laughs> shalom means peace. And we often call on Jehovah Shalom so that we can have peace in our lives. He can reign as peace in our lives. Be peace, God, be peace. Who knew though that prosperity equals peace? That prosperity brings peace, okay? Sometimes we get so caught up in like, you know, thinking that everything is all about money, but there's peace in your prosperity as well. And so I love that, you know, I really discovered that nugget as I was studying. So it's a couple of things that God brought to mind, to the forefront of my mind as the reasons why we aren't necessarily walking in that prosperity and provision yet. And I want to, you know, just kind of cover these because I want you to know that we got to get on the other side of these things, right? We have to get on the other side. So well, the first thing that uh, that really came to my, my spirit was that we have old ways of thinking as Christians. Mm -hmm. I'll say that again. We have old ways of thinking as Christians. We all know how it is. You start talking about money and people get a little touchy. People get a little, eh, you know, and it's so interesting because I was listening to this pastor the other day and he was saying that talking about money it's just as bad as talking about sex. Like literally, it's like the taboo topic that people don't want to, you know, do something about or really discuss, right? And so though prosperity and provision, you know, is, is much more than money, it's that we have these old ways of thinking as Christians that we have to be so humble and so, you know, quiet and meek all the time and that we can't talk about, you know, the, the, the money that is attached to the gifts that God has given us, okay? 
And so that's one of the things that that we really and I'm saying we right, because we, including myself, have to get to a place where we are afraid to talk about the things, the blessings that God has given us, the money that is attached to the gifts that he has given us, you know, whatever it is. Now, I ain't saying you got to go put your receipts all on social media. You ain't got to put how much you made and all that like some people do. But if he tell you to do that, (laughs) baby, go for it. Okay, go for it. But what I'm saying is that we do have to shift our ways of thinking because we deserve more than enough. We deserve wealth. We deserve prosperity. We deserve that peace. So that's the first thing that really came into my spirit as to one of the reasons why we aren't necessarily prospering and walking in that provision like we uh, like we should. The other thing that uh, that got brought up is that one of the reasons why really there are blockages and barriers to us walking in prosperity and, and having him provide on a new level for us is because we're failing to use the gifts that God placed inside of us. Yeah. You know, that thing that everybody tells you that you're good at. The one thing that you've been on, you know, on your to do list or in your journal for a long time and you ain't done it yet. Uh huh. That thing It's that. It's failing to use that or walk in that or use that gift or move the way that he has asked you to move. Yeah, I was watching a sermon. I'm becoming a whole sermon junkie. Let me just say that. Like, I would rather turn on YouTube and watch a sermon than to turn on my TV. (laughs) But I was watching a sermon and the pastor was talking about business and he was talking about how, you know, oftentimes we are listening to, you know, to things. And we're saying, yeah, Lord, send me the check. I want unexpected checks in the mail. Like hallelujah for unexpected checks in the mail. But he also said that you don't even understand that the gift that God has placed inside you, yeah, in your belly, in your heart, in your spirit can make you more money than any one check that comes in the mail could ever make you. If you begin to walk in your gifts, then you get more checks and more checks. You get a check and you get a check. I mean, we can be like Oprah up in here. You get a check because it's attached to your gift. Yeah. So I want you to know that when you start to operate in your gifts, that's when you see that prosperity on a new level. That's when you see that provision. You got to stay connected to him because that is where it is. Woo! I feel that thing. The next thing, the third thing that God showed me was that the mindset that we have oftentimes, again, as Christians, is that we don't understand the full principle of giving and sowing, right? Of reaping and sowing and sowing and harvesting. We don't really necessarily understand that principle. And if you don't understand it, I want you to go back to the to the seed episode, to the seed in the ground, okay? With uh, with Kanice, because she was an amazing guest and she brought that thing down, okay? I will link the episode right here in the show notes. Let me tell you something. When in need, sow a seed. That I believe in that thing so heavily. Why? Because I have seen it work in my life. I have seen myself sow seeds into people who were feeding me, people who were speaking into my life, ministries or or churches or you know pastors or whoever it was that I got a word from, right? And I sowed into it. Only in good ground, okay? Only in good ground. People that you know produce fruit. People that you know, you know, that they walk in the harvest in their lives. People that you know are going to really pray over that seed and pray that, that God is going to give you the desires of your heart, right? And pray that his will be done. And so I want to let you know that you got to believe in the gift 
of sowing and what that means because god doesn't believe in in just plain old addition and subtraction he believes in multiplication and so when you put that seed in the ground he will multiply it all right so as we think about some things that are holding us back from walking in that provision and prosperity it's a couple things old ways of thinking as christians and feeling like we can't have more than enough and feeling like we have to humble ourselves yeah we got to humble ourselves but we are also meant to walk in prosperity and provision. Two, failing to use the gifts that God has given you. Why? Because he placed them inside you for a reason and there are miracles and money attached. And then three, the mindset that we have and that mindset unfortunately causes us to not sow, to hold back on our seed, to feel like we, you know, giving our money away if we sow a seed, to feel like it's subtraction when really it's multiplication. Put your seed in the ground, okay? And make sure that when you do it, you do it in good ground so that you can receive your harvest, period. Listen, we have an amazing, amazing, amazing guest. I'm so excited to share her with you. Sis and I have been on a few things together already. Normally, I'm on her platform. I've done some lives with her as well as um, some conferences that she had. And so I love her. So um, I want you to really grab your notebook because at this point, okay, she's about to drop some gems. Let's move to the E, the experience. Victoria Danielle is a speaker, teacher, and certified leadership coach who helps ambitious professionals walk in purpose, own their power, steward their time, and maximize their finances. Her clients believe in building better tomorrows and are courageous enough to do something about it. Plus, they're wise enough not to do it alone. Together, they uncover any untapped potential, plug into cutting edge innovations and ensure that they're pouring out to others from an overflowing cup. So Victoria, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here. <laughs> I am so, so happy to have you as the Lord started downloading these episodes. He wanted me to talk about, you know, finances and, you know, prosperity and provision and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, who in the world, Lord, do you have for this episode, you know, who can really bring all these things together? When I tell you I had your name down, listen, it's written on the board, okay? <laughs> Victoria. Yeah. So I'm well, so thank excited. You, yes, I know. Come on, Lord. Speaking for her, okay? I love it. Uh, you know, just when I, I think about like how the Lord has placed my name in rooms that I haven't arrived, yeah. you know, to yet. I haven't right. showed up yet. So he had already placed your name in the room. Yeah. Yeah, he I love it. <laughs> well, well we, I want to make sure I I um do what he asked me to do so he can okay. continue to trust me. <laughs> yes, right. The obedience is everything. All right. I love it, man. We want to talk about, you know, prosperity and provision and all these things. And of course, you know, your background is in, in finance. You're also an amazing woman of God. So we're going to just bridge all these things together. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. jump right in. How would you define prosperity and provision okay that question i love it so very much to just ask the question just define it i would say that god has given me a very beautiful way to define it and it brought a lot of insight to me and so i have a lot to say but i'm going to keep it simple because i believe it can be expounded a lot more as we go but what's the definition for 
you say provision and prosperity. So provision is the seed. Prosperity is what you do with your seed. That's good already. You know, there's a lot to say, but I'll leave it there because that is so much, you know, let's, let's just marinate on that, that your provision is the seed. He's so richly given us all seeds <laughs> and your prosperity, the prosperity that you experience is what you do with the seed. Mm, that's so good. It's like that, how that seed now then begins to produce that harvest, right? Based on what you do mm-hmm. with it. It's taking me back mm-hmm. to the parable of the talent. Um, and <laughs> yes, and what you do with the seed that has been given to you. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Man, as I think about this, I'm like, you know, some of us feel like, okay, we, we are in this thing with God. We are, we are at his feet. We're praying. We're following Jesus. We're doing all these things. You know, maybe we have seeds, but maybe we, we haven't done anything with this. So what are some common barriers? You brought up the, the parable of the talent. So that is one that is a great example of this knowledge that your provision is the seed and prosperity is what you do with it. Because if we go back to that parable, and it's in Matthew 25, First off, I want to make clear, because we hear talent, 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 right? Oh, this one got 10, this one got one, da, da, da. One talent back then was worth 20 years of a day laborer's wage. 20 years. My Lord. And so as we know the story, the, you know, the ones who did something with it, it was multiplied. So not only were they able to provide for themselves, they were also able to provide for generations to come. Come on now. So, <laughs> and we just talked about in the freedom series, breaking generational curses and poverty mm-hmm. mindset, what you do with your seed now can provide mm-hmm. for the generations to come. Mm-hmm. Okay. So generational blessings, if you will. And just quickly, I'll say for me, I, you know, not to say that generational curses are, you know, something bad to say, but for me, he has evolved me into now always articulating these are the generational blessings that I'm creating you know because a lot of times they're like oh I'm cursed you know this you know but if you're saying it starts with me I'm now going to start generational blessings and so if you they did something with what they had with their seed if you're going to start creating generational blessings so barriers let's go to that same scripture Matthew 25 and then specifically 24 This is when the master is like, okay, well, what did you do with yours? If you go back and read, his first thing that he said was, well, I knew you were a hard master. Okay. (laughs) Common barrier one, putting the blame on somebody else. That's one common barrier is we'll say, well, I didn't grow up in this family or I didn't have that or I didn't do, just putting the blame everywhere else. Okay. And then when you do that and you want to start, you know, putting mud on everyone else's name and it's them and pointing the fingers. And also, let's be clear, him even saying that, because I have a study Bible that talks about like the culture of that time. Him even saying that was um, a shock, if you will, because essentially he was being shady when he said that. So, you know, you want to be shady boots and all that stuff. (laughs) That's a barrier for you. You know, that was him being patty. He's been shady and petty. Let me find out that being shady and petty is holding you back from your prosperity. It is. So that's one barrier. 
the next thing that he did was he's like, okay, I know this about you. You know, you reap from um, areas that you didn't even sow in. And, you know, I, I know this, right? The next barrier is that we have information, but we do nothing with the information we know. Because then even in that very next scripture, he says, okay, then you said that I have this and I'm reaping from harvest that I didn't know. Well, if you knew that, then you could have done this, put it into the bank. Like, what is it that you're doing with the information that you claim you know? Okay. So good. That's so good. (laughs) I just got to keep ad living because my Lord, sometimes we can be consumers of information and we don't do anything. There is no action behind all of this information that we have received. And the Lord convicted me about that one time. He's like, okay, you, you have enough. You have enough. You mm-hmm. learned enough. Mm-hmm. Now go do. Now go do. Stop learning. You know, go do. That's procrastination. You don't <laughs> step on toes already with one and two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just so y'all know, I do have two others. <laughs> so that was one and two. So then the third one is, and this is all from that one scripture and just seeing what he did and how he responded. Okay. And then he says, you know, I knew all this and about you, you know, you harsh, you know, do some shade. Then he was like, okay, but out of fear, that's why I did. He said, I was afraid. And that's the next one, making decisions out of fear. Fear-based decisions will always get you the result you're trying to avoid. <laughs> I tell you, woo, we, y'all know we talk about fear a whole lot. That fear, fear is just a nasty spirit, like a nasty spirit period we got to stop making decisions out of fear that's so good I love this I'm loving it yeah (laughs) and then the fourth um barrier that we see is that essentially he didn't use what he already had he's not he's not working what he had you're not leveraging what you already have he's provided right provision is the seed he has already given us so much (laughs) What are you doing with what you already have? You know, and a lot of times we look at this parable like, well, he just only had one and the other one had five and the other one had 10. But let's be clear, one talent was worth 20 years of their wages. 20 years. So what are you doing with what you already have? And so that's another um, barrier that we see that holds us back from operating in prosperity come on Woo! sis just took that was a whole mini sermon that okay that was matthew the the text okay follow follow the text with matthew 25 24 and um and the topic was what's holding you back okay and then the the points here okay putting the blame on other people taking the information and not using it, making decisions out of fear and not using what God already gave you. Let me tell you something. You broke that thing down. That is so good, y'all. My goodness. Man, well, you know what? You're telling us about these barriers and we know like, okay, you just stepped all over our toes. You, we're looking down right now just to make sure we all right. (laughs) But you know, one thing we love is practical tips, right? Because sometimes, you know, when we know better, we, we can do better, right? And so we know now the barriers, but what might be some practical tips that you would provide, you know, to those who really want to live in prosperity and provision? Mm -hmm. 
I'll say this. First of all, and I have some some tips here. First of all, and I know you say this all the time, and I totally agree, and I say this even in my space um, and with my community, is that at the end of the day, I can give you a thousand tips. I can give you a playbook. But what you need at the end of the day is discernment. You need to know his voice. So if you do nothing else, <laughs> know his voice. So that's baseline. That's baseline. Okay. Now, John 10 and 10, we know the scripture. He says he came so that we not only have life, but to live it abundantly. Or in some scriptures say for us to have it in the full. What I would say for practical steps, and I have four, is one, get a very clear picture of what abundance and prosperity looks like for you. And I mean vivid. For me, prosperity is not just money. When, I, when he says a full life and having an abundance, he didn't say I came so that you can just have money. He came so that I could have life and everything in it in abundance. And yeah. so for me, that clear picture includes everything. That's prosperity for it. me. That my health is in abundance. That relationships I have are in abundance and, and healthy. And my spiritual walk is in abundance and it's healthy and money and all the things. Um, so get a clear picture for what prosperity abundance looks like for you. And what does it look like in each of those categories um, for you? Ooh, that's so that's vision. one. That's vision right that, there. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have vision. You know, and that vision can come. That's where vision boards come in or other things. But there's so many different ways to do it. If you Google um, life will, that's one. That's a tool that you see a lot of coaches use. But it's what does that full circle of life, that abundant life look like for you? So get clear on that vision. And when I say vivid, make it as vivid as vivid can be. (laughs) Make it clear. And then the second step is, A lot of times once we have vision and we're clear on what we would like it to be, we'll start nitpicking on, oh, I don't have this and I don't have that and here's what I should have. I say, don't do that. Let your next step be what is right. Ask yourself, this is a vision. What is already right? That's so good. Strength-based. Strength-based and also gratitude. Yeah. Because if I'm starting off with, well, this is already, I'm saying, okay, prosperity for me is to have, you know, be debt free, um, be able to have investments, um, be able to give back to others, all of that, right? I may not have all of that right now, but what do I do have? Oh, you know what? All of my bills are paid. Boom. I do have income coming in, boom. So we're starting from a space of gratitude, what I already have, it already puts us in the space of our, I'm starting not behind, I'm starting already ahead, okay? Next step, step three is now you move to where your opportunities are. What can I improve? Where would I like to see improvement? And then you finally end up on, and this is me making it a lot basic, we can go a lot more detailed, but the final step would then be, now I see where I'd like to improve. Then you ask, is where the action comes in. 
well, what is one step, one, 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 one step that I can take, not down the road, not two months from now, not three days from now, no, one step that I can take now, one. What is one step that I can take now? And so that is what I would encourage um, people to do if they're wanting to be able to live in a space of abundance and prosperity and no matter what it is, whether it be money or health or relationships or spiritual, whatever it is, those are very basic steps that you can take. I love those steps. So practical and some things that we can really, you know, just pick up and start today. I really love too, that it starts with a vision and ends with an action step, right? Mm -hmm. And of course we don't want to skip any steps, but, but that is oftentimes the, the place that we miss first is that vision and really setting our mind, setting our focus, setting our eyes, right? On something um, bigger or, or the vision of what we want. And, um, and then I love the middle steps because it, it doesn't, it allows you to, you know, to process a little bit more and focus on some of those strengths, focus on what you do have before you're like, all right, I need to go ahead and take action because you're so right. Sometimes we can, we can see that vision like, oh man, I don't have, oh, I need this and I need mm-hmm. that, and I need, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was just talking to my mentee about that. Actually, I was like, listen, okay, that's all you need. Let's not forget here. We serve big G. I love these steps, man this really sounded like a coaching breakdown as well <laughs> in, a, in a way in mm-hmm. a way if you will yeah in a way yeah yeah I know you do a lot of coaching so yeah that's it right there sis is coming with it okay think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to Apple, go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast, put a review in, let me know what you're thinking because That is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. What about that person who really does want to focus on the money aspect? They're like, listen, Mm -hmm. I hear Mm -hmm. provision and prosperity. I know she works and she helps people with finances. Like Mm -hmm. what might be, you know, the first step that I take? Is it the vision? Is it the same? You know, when Mm -hmm. I want to like really, really work on my finances. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same because I've worked with so many people um, and before I do what I do now, um, my background, for those who don't know, was in investment advising. I advise people on how to invest for their retirement. Um, I gave, I educated people when they came in. They're like, well, what is an IRA? And what is this 401k doing? And um, I want to, how does the stock market thing work? You know, I've done that for years um, in my old profession. And I see it again and again and again and again. It's we want to do the shining thing. We want to do the end because that's what we see. I keep hearing this thing about stock market and I keep hearing, you know, I need to invest in what I'm using. (laughs) 
And um, I would tell them those things are right. However, that's almost like step 10. If you haven't <laughs> done step one, yes, investing is great. But essentially, you're eating up your seed if you have debt. You're eating up your seed if you don't have an emergency savings. You, you, they, they, those are basic. You're eating up your seed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our seed, thank you, Holy Spirit. Our seed, we're, we're misplacing it. We're putting it in the wrong places. And in, in return, we're eating up our seed. My yeah. Lord. That's I, exactly I, what you're doing. Um, so for just financial basics, if you will, and a lot of times people, they're like, ugh. And these are things we know, <laughs> which is like, that what you know. It is a mindset thing. That's why I say start off here. We start off with what you already have. Because if you're coming into this space of money and financial freedom, et cetera, if you will, with the thought of I'm behind, that is what you will reap. Whereas if you come into the space of, oh, this is what I already have. I can do this, 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 and that with what I have. I'm going to work this, 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 and this way. <laughs> then you are doing what you're supposed to do with the seed that you already have. Okay, so basics here. But um, for those who are like, money is my thing. I want to get it. So do the steps I said earlier. <laughs> Discernment, all the stuff. And then you get to the place of, okay, you need to make sure you have um, an emergency savings. What is that? Um, a lot of times we hear, you know, have $100 or what have you. Um, I say that is anywhere between three months or more of your expenses, okay? So that's gonna require you, before you even do that, is knowing what your expenses are, knowing where you are in your financial state, How much money do I have coming in? How much do I have going out? That's taking a clear picture of that. And I have a resource of that, which um, you'll be able to get access to. So know that. Then it's reducing debt because debt is eating up your seed. A lot of us have several forms of debt. So you could have a student loan, you could have a credit card, you might have a mortgage, you could have a car loan. Which one do I start off with, Victoria? You start off with the one that has the highest interest rate. So that is, again, getting to know write down all the debt you have. Again, I have a resource that helps you put it all down. So you're going to put down all the debt you have. There's different factors, not just the interest rate. There's also fees, all that kind of stuff. There's different ways to attack that debt. You know, so many ways. Find out the way that works best for you. The one that I tend to lean towards is starting with the one with the highest interest rate and then moving on. But again, find out what works best for you because there's snowball and there's a whole bunch of other ways. Then once you have your debt, you have an emergency savings in place. Now the next step is not, again, it is not for you to go and buy 20 shares of Apple. <laughs> 50 shares of Apple. No. First of Your all, how much is 20 shares of Apple? My Lord. Like, <laughs> Apple stock has gone up significantly. <laughs> right. It's not penny stocks. It's not Bitcoin. And if investing in stock market is step 10, Bitcoin and all those other riskier um, investments are like step 12, okay? (laughs) Slow down, slow your road, slow your road. (laughs) Slow your road. Like we want to get that instant fast. We want fast. And that's not, 
what's going to sustain. You might get something faster that will not be sustainable. And I've again, I've been in this space. I've been with people who trade options and trade all that stuff. The research will tell you they've done enough research to know we make all our money off these people, off the people who do trading as far as options and those riskier things because they're losing more money than they're making. It's like gambling. They think they're make they're hitting it big because that that euphoria of oh I just got like this big hit right yeah you did in this moment but you just spent all these other days all these other trades all these fees and money but I'm not going to get into the details okay so before you start investing in those ways now you need to be thinking about retirement and this is now making sure you're putting into tax free vehicles. Tax-free vehicles are almost like if your credit card is you putting, if you if it's adding, taking away interest, you're spending more, you're, you're exponentially spending more, if you will. Tax-free vehicles are allowing you to exponentially save more. That's good. So, yeah. Like so, your, um, even the ones at, at your jobs, 401k, 403b, IRAs. Gotcha. Okay. Max that out first. If you want to do some investing, invest in that. If you want to learn the stock market, you want to learn mutual funds and all that stuff, do that there first. If you want to max that out, because this is like free money, tax-free money that's able to like exponentially grow. Yes. So much more. So you max that out. Then now we start looking at, or at least having a plan where you're regularly putting into that. A lot of people, a lot of employers have matching, you're matching, you're doing at least having a plan. When you at these jobs, these nine to fives now, when yeah. they tell you you can match, don't try to like give the smallest amount or the least amount or, you know, not yes. match at all because you're trying to keep all your check. You want all your check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eating your seed. Eating your seed. My Lord, you are eating your seed. I have been there and done that. I'm like, I need my money right now. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I, we're not mm-hmm. worried about that, but then when you start getting, you know, around 35, you're like, wait a minute, how am I going to, you know, am I, I can't work forever. No, but that is the thing. And that's why I'm, you know, it before you start and I, and I understand it. And there's a lot of people out there that, you know, breaking down the stock market and, you know, giving stock advice and even some very reputable people, but what they're not saying is, yeah, but I also, my IRA is maxed out. My retirement is maxed out. I have a plethora of an emergency fund. I also, like, they're not telling you that part. And that's why your good sis, Victoria here, is putting you up on game and telling you this is what you need first. And then you, once you've done that part, now it's now investing in there's a different ways. You can invest in not just the stock market, it's investing in um, real estate and property. And now is when you start to play. Because you this is your play money. That's good. Yeah. A lot of times we want to play with our seed. No, boo, you haven't fed you and your family yet. Ooh. You haven't fed your generation. Do what you need to do first. And then you begin to play. That's so good. Man, I'm so glad you brought that knowledge and expertise to the podcast because this is a spiritual podcast. And at the same time, everything else is spiritual, right? And so as we connect, Mm -hmm. you know, prosperity and other areas of our lives and our seeds and all of those things, having some practical tips just about, you know, for the person who's like, you know what, but I need to get my money right. 
Come on, that was a whole double set of practical tips. All right, it really was <laughs> a whole double set. Um, but I, I, but it's needed. Those, those are basics, and if you do basics, then you can, you know, I know it's shiny and it's so attractive. It's like this glittery gold. It's that's what I want, and I'm like, I want that for you too. And God is saying, I want that for you too. But let's go back to the limitations. What is it that you are doing what you know? You know you need to be paying off debt, but yet you keep taking your behind on trip after trip after trip and racking up your credit card. You know you need to have an emergency savings, but as soon as you get $100 in there, you're spending it on some clothes or some food. You know you shouldn't be going in Target and walking out with a you know, thousand worth of products, but yet you keep going in time and time again and looking, I'm gonna just go look over here. Like, what is it that you already know to do? My Lord. <laughs> Sis says she came to drop gems, give information and step on toes. Okay, listen. It's the truth and love. Especially <laughs> if you like Target, because baby, it is a weakness of mine. <laughs> Man, well, you have grown so much. I know to get to this place of wisdom and, you know, especially, you know, spiritually and, and um, really leaning on the word of God and what you do. What area of your spirituality have you grown the most? Ooh, have I grown the most? I would say for me, it is really dealing with emotional health has been uh, my space where I have grown the most. And when I say that, it is the hand that I was dealt, or, you know, the family I grew up in. Um, I was raised with one parent um, that is a narcissist and wow. the other parent um, that is hypocritical. And so when you grow up in a space of emotional immaturity, um, as much as you would like to be mature, I, I was, still have spaces of emotional immaturity. And so in really doing the real work of addressing triggers, addressing trauma, getting professional help, I have a therapist, doing the work that it takes outside of just when I sit on the couch, if you will, quote unquote, that, you know, figuratively because it's not just doing sitting with the therapist, right? There's also work you have to do outside of that. Absolutely. Right? Lots of homework. <laughs> it's like, right. It's it's um doing that. So I have had the most growth there. Our emotions are really just messengers. And this is what God gave me, right? When I say the first thing is having discernment, knowing God's voice. And this is something I brought to the Father. He says, cast our cares on him. This was a care that I had. And I'm like, I would like to see growth. I have a child. I'm trying to create generational blessings. And in order for him to be able to walk in his blessings, he has to have an emotional fortitude that I don't have, but I have to be the one who started. And so God told me, you think emotions, there's good and bad emotions. He says, I gave them all to you. So if I gave them all to you, how in the world can some be bad and others be good? <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, he gave them all. He yeah. gave them all to us. Yeah. And, and he says that, I made you in the likeness of me, which means that I have them all. Ooh, come on now. And so these emotions are just messengers. They're telling you something. And it's up to you. They're a resource. Just like money, just like relationships, just like networks and all that stuff. He revealed to me emotions was yet another resource. How do you store that resource? It's up to me to now store it. And so that is where I have to come and say, okay, it's telling me this. 
Now I'm at a space of, okay, what do I do with it? What is it telling me? How do I steward this Lord? What is this information I have to do? So that, what, that has been the most growth for me is my emotional maturity. That is so amazing. And that's one of the areas that we, you know, struggle with a lot, uh, really learning to control our emotions and mm -hmm. learning how to process our emotions. And so mm -hmm. I can't wait. I have uh, some things coming on the podcast, you know, just about emotions and um, mental yeah. health, more around mental health. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, we love to tap into a little bit more of your personal life, especially the season that you're in. So what is one word that describes what God is teaching you in this season of your life? Um, what he's teaching me in my life now, I'll, I'll say two words. <laughs> um, it's surrender and humbleness, because I feel like they go hand in hand for me. Um, and it's a surrender of the ego. Um, That's hard work, sis. That's some hard it, work. And, and we think ego is the puffing up. It's the peacock. I've got my feathers out. And a lot of times we might not be the peacock, but we still have ego. And I know you've done the whole series on forgiveness. And, you know, ego comes into place there so very well. And trusting God, it's our ego. Like, it's the ego. And so it's surrendering all to him. And humbleness isn't, oh, I'm just this weak and I, I'm this lower, lower servant. That's not humbleness. Humbleness is in knowing that it's not about me. It's about him. And so I'm going to do what he asked me to do. And that means sometimes it actually means shining my light so bright that it's blinding. Being fully me. That can be humbleness. Because that is me doing what he asked me to do. But a lot of times my ego says, no, I'm not going to shine my light right. Because I don't want them to think this about me. I want them to think this. I'm trying to craft the message or what they do. Like, I'm, I, 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 I want it to look this way. I want them to walk around, walk away with this perception of me. That's my ego. When wow. he says, no, surrender that and be humble. And humbleness is just doing what he asked you to do do this obedience right but it's also saying it's it's not about me that's so good what he's teaching you because oftentimes we see it as the opposite way that my mm -hmm. ego is what's screaming out and shining yeah. the light right <laughs> but once you surrender that ego the light that is produced that shines bright right is coming from a really humble place <laughs> Come yes. on, Lord, that's yes. going to help somebody else in their season for sure. So I thank you so much for sharing that. Man, this has been so amazing. Oh my gosh. I love, love, love how God operates through you. And of course, we have to stay connected to this glory. How can we find <laughs> you? <laughs> All right. So if you would like to stay in touch with me, it's everything is under the Victoria Danielle, T-H-E Victoria Danielle. That's my handle, whether you're on Instagram or Facebook, I'd say go to Instagram or to Facebook though. <laughs> Sam, I'm on Instagram more. You might not get a response from Facebook in about a few days. Uh, but um, Instagram, as well as my website, it's the same thing, thevictoriadanielle.com. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. Um, 
I'd say hook up with me, follow me because I do have some things in the work, especially for this whole financial piece. If you can't tell the way that God speaks to me is it's it's different. So, you know, there are a lot of programs out there about finance and what you need to do. Um, but he's given me a way to do it um, and show me. And so that is something that you're looking to do. I'd say make sure you're following because that is something that's in the works and something that's coming out because my thing is not just for you to gain all this knowledge, but it is for you to be able to actually do something with and for it to be sustainable, sustainable. Um, so follow me there. And then, as I mentioned earlier, there was a resource about knowing where you are, um, you pin your financial location. That is something that I have as a free resource. If you go to my website, victoriadanielle.com. Um, it is there and so have different blogs, et cetera. But if you can't find it, just DM me. I'll make sure you get it. Amazing. And of course, I'll make sure that I have all of her links in the show notes so that you all can instantly connect and make sure you get some of these programs. Okay. Because I already know <laughs> they oily. They are just oily. Man. <laughs> Well, this is so awesome. Y'all, she gave so many practical tips and we got to move on to the A because you know what? The Lord had some practical tips as well. So let's move on to the A. Was it that good? Okay, check your toes. Make sure everything is all right because, you know, she stepped on a few toes and um, it's okay. We came for a little conviction, a little correction, you know, to learn a little bit more about what we can do better. So I love it. Listen, she gave some amazing practical tips and I love those. Make sure you follow all of those steps, okay? When I started to pray about this episode, God began to give me a couple things that were really, really practical. And it's so interesting because as I pray, I realized that half of us don't even know what prosperity means to us. We might see it in other people and we think, oh yeah, we want that, but we don't know what it's really like for us, right? And what is it that you're going for? Is it a job that makes a certain amount of money? Is it a certain amount of income coming in monthly from your business? Is it, you know, you investing in stocks? Is it you buying real estate? Like, what is it for you? And I said those things, but it may not be any of those things, right? So you have to start where you are and know exactly what you want. And that's the first thing God showed me. We don't know. <laughs> we are some indecisive people. Okay. So here are the steps that God gave me to share with you for application. What I want you to do is I want you to do this in the presence of God. You know me, everything, you know, his, his plans are revealed in his presence. And so I want you to go ahead and get to a place where you can hear from God, right? Maybe you cut on your worship. Maybe you, you know, sit down in a quiet place, whatever it looks like for you. And I want you to begin to ask yourself these questions, but in his presence. One, what does prosperity look like for me? How would I define it for me, right? So God showed me that if you were prosperous tomorrow, if you were prosperous next year, that oftentimes we don't even know what it looks like, right? Because we haven't defined it. And so we have to get clear on what prosperity means for us. The second thing he said to get clear on is get clear on what you're believing God for. You know, we can have these prayers, we can sit down, we can put some things in our journals, we can do all those things, 
But if we aren't super clear on what it is that we're believing God for, then oftentimes we miss when God has done what he said he would do. We miss the answer prayer. And so I do this often when I fast. When I fast, I, I write myself a sticky note. I'm like, all right, here are the things that I'm believing God for on this fast. And so I use that sticky note and I take it into my prayer every time I'm, I'm praying during that fast. And I look at it to see like, hey, have I seen, have I seen this come to pass yet? Have I seen, you know, God make any shifts in this area? But I realized that I don't do that on a regular basis. I do it when I fast. One of the things that God showed me about me and about you as a part of my community is that often we aren't looking and we're not, you know, writing down what we're believing God for. So let's get clear on what you're believing God for. All right. So one, you're getting clear on what prosperity means and looks like to you. Two, you're getting clear on what you're believing God for. And three, you're getting clear on what you need. <laughs> Let me tell you how he just ran through, okay, with this. We are asking God for things or like giving these general ideas like, oh, Lord, I really need this, right? But we aren't being specific enough. Okay, be specific, make a list of everything you need. I'm talking about that thing should be so clear that if somebody picked it up, it's like a Christmas list, right? It's like a like here are all the things I want for Christmas. That is literally how clear your list should be so that you know that when you're partnering with God in prayer, that you're looking for these things to be done. Right. And that you're looking for those as your answer prayers. So get super clear on what you actually need. All right. That means you got to be able to hear from God in order to answer these questions, in order to know that these things have been met. Okay. So you're asking yourself, what does prosperity mean to me? You're asking yourself, what am I believing God for? And you're asking yourself, what do I need? Get super clear on all of those things in the presence of of God. Okay. You got this. Let's go. So just as we end every episode, I want to end with a word of prayer. God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for this episode. Oh God, I commit it back to you. Father, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. Oh God. And I thank you, oh Lord, that they have exactly what they need to move forward in prosperity to move forward in provision. Father God, I thank you now, God, that you are Jehovah Jireh, hallelujah, that you are a provider. God, I ask that you meet us with every need, in every need, oh God, and that you begin to provide, oh God, a ram in the bush, oh Lord, even when we didn't think it would come through. Father God, I thank you for every resource that we need, oh God. I thank you for every tool that we need, oh God. I thank you for every person in our lives, oh God, that we need. And Father God, I thank you now, God, that you're providing those things for us. Father, I thank you for being you. Lord, you know everything we need. And Father God, I thank you now, God, that even in this moment that you're meeting people right where they are, oh God, in their need. Father, as they begin to make lists, oh God, as they begin to petition heaven, as they begin to, to think about what they believe you for, what they are believing you for, Father, I thank you now, oh Lord, that they get super clear on what those things are. So Father, when you're ready to show up, oh God, whether it's today, tomorrow, or next week, that they know exactly how they have been blessed. Lord, you are a provider. Yes, God. And anytime we needed you, you have come through 
Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for being Jehovah Rapha in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone that is connected to spirituality. It is because of you that this podcast is prosperous. Speaking of prosperous, if you would like to sow a seed into spirituality or Dr. Latanya Moore, feel free to send it via cash app at the Dr. Moore. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. I appreciate you so much for joining this journey with me. So follow the journey by hitting subscribe, share the podcast, and follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Moore. You can also hit me up in you know my Gmail. Just send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur, listen, I would love to partner with you. Send me a message and let's connect. This is about to be epic.